You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. Welcome back to the Full Steam Ahead podcast, a podcast about Purdue. In this episode, I have the honor of talking to Purdue legend Carson Edwards. Carson Edwards from Atascacita, Texas, near Houston. Came to Purdue in 2016, where in his three seasons at Purdue, he was a two-time All-American, two-time All-Big Ten first team, Jerry West Award winner, and named most outstanding player in the South region of this year's NCAA tournament where he displayed what I believe was the most impressive four-game stretch by an individual player that I've ever seen. Carson, thanks for taking the time to join the Full Steam Ahead podcast. I know it's certainly been a busy couple of months since the tournament run ended, and uh, the last few weeks, especially even today, been busy one, so I really appreciate your time. Uh, talk about what the uh, draft process has been like so far. Was it kind of what you expected? I mean, yeah. I, I was. I'm not even a draft last year, so it's nothing crazy like new to me. Okay. It's. I know you uh, said before it's always been your dream to play in the NBA. Um, growing up, were you a big NBA fan, and do you have a favorite team? Um. I mean, yeah. I like the game of basketball. So being a being a fan of the NBA is anything like. Not normal. So I'm like, I'm a, I'm a fan of the NBA growing up. I was a big fan. I mean, I enjoy watching the Rockets play from Houston. And I like Tracy Brady. So kind of following them and just kind of watching them as a young dude. It's kind of how I watch them. You're from Texas. Uh, did you play football as well growing up? Yes, I did. Yeah. And uh, when did uh, you kind of take the focus from football to basketball and just kind of start focusing solely on that? Uh, I'll probably say around... I did. I, I started playing football after my sophomore year of high school. Uh, played high school football sophomore year, and then after that, I decided to start focusing on into that summer, just on basketball, AAU basketball that summer, and then focus on the rest, the rest of the high school, my high school career, just trying to get a scholarship. Faith and family, something that's super important to you. Self admitted mama's boy, in a in a positive sense. Talk about your relationship with your family, especially your mom. Um. I'm mean, very close. We do everything together. Very competitive family, but they're all healthy. But I mean, very close. I, I tell them everything. My mom, mom, she's been through everything with me. My dad has too. So this very close. I mean, any big business I make, I always go to them. Anything, all the ups and downs, I, I, I go to them for it, and I thank them along with obviously God. But I thank them for everything. So that's really all I know is just be close to my family, and, and that's all you have at the end of the day, really. You had a pregame ritual of uh, wrapping your wrist with tape and writing messages to yourself or to your mom on there. Is that kind of where that all began? Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much what it is. Just reminders. Cool. Just to remember. I wanted to talk about your nickname, Sea Boogie. When did you get that and where did that come from? Uh, I got the nickname in high school. I don't I really can't remember how it came about. Like, I've been <laughs> being called it for a while now, but... Kind of how it, how it came down, and people continue to call me now. But they call me Bo, just for short, so it's kind of normal now for me. Cool. So, how does a, a kid from uh, Houston, Texas area uh, end up at Purdue? Um, I mean, I, 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 I
Expectations going into your freshman year? Uh, I wanted freshman year. I wanted to come in and start. So that was my main focus: was to be able to come in and earn the starting spot, earn position as a freshman, and play a lot of minutes, finish games, and be, be on the floor at the end of the game. Be an important piece and make an impact on the team as soon as I got there. Then after your your freshman year, you got to represent USA. What was that experience like? That was a good experience, man. I mean, it was a blessing. I was happy to be there. I was obviously just happy to make the, make the, to be able to do the trial together, the trial for the team, which I know for the yeah, help with that, but I was also hiring it. But after that, being able to go out there and compete in college screens and make the team was pretty cool, too, to be able to put the country in. Be the country and play game basketball at a different level like that was fun. Taking that momentum into your sophomore year, we took a big leap. You were first team all Big Ten. Um, had a great sophomore campaign. You did explore the NBA draft process after your sophomore year. What did you learn there? What made you ultimately decide to come back for your junior year? Uh, I just learned I just learned stuff about myself as a player as long as like, the things I feel like I need to improve on to be able to stick in the league. I felt like there's a lot of things I didn't know, which is still a lot of things I don't know now, but just trying to get an understanding and get a better feel for the game and the difference it would be from being in college to, to the NBA. So I just kind of learned from those things and Obviously, it's a, a memorable year this year with the the run you guys made in the tournament. What stands out the most from this season for you as a team and both as an individual? Um, I'll find the team. I feel like just going through the ups and downs and just us being able to stick with it. I feel like that was that was pretty cool to see us grow in the team. I mean, at one point we were really struggling, and. Um, us to turn it around and be able to make the run we did and make history was really important. It was really cool to see that as a team and just kind of grow with those guys and our bond and us grow as brothers. So I think that was pretty cool. But then, um, like individually, it was just seeing myself grow as well, man. I mean, I went through some struggles and and just kind of learning to handle those things from going through struggles where a lot, of, even a lot of people that su- that supposedly supported me at Purdue said a lot of negative things about me, uh, a lot of things like that, and just kind of understanding and being happy with myself as a person to be able to continue to work and obviously you start to do well and they want to change the service stuff and start to send a ball and forth for you. So you just kind of understand you, individually me being able to kind of weed out the people that aren't really supporting you and just kind of understand how you just keep pushing regardless if you want to do ups and downs. Yeah, how, how, do you, how do you work that? Do you just keep just keep playing and keep your focus on, on your game and what you can control? Yeah, I mean, that's all you can do. Well, you, you certainly proved the the haters wrong in in the tournament and and what I call the most impressive four game stretch I've ever seen from an individual performance. Did you just feel like you you couldn't miss those those two weekends that you just were lights out? Uh, I mean, I guess in a way I was just I just felt like I was in a good rhythm. It wasn't even the fact that I just felt like I couldn't miss. It was just a good rhythm where I felt like all the shots I take were kind of high chance of going in. I felt like. I just felt like I was in a good groove. I felt like I was feeling, I was feeling back to where I, I normally feel when I'm playing well, so in a mental state as well. So, well, I, as a fan, as an alum, I, 
It was an incredible thing to watch. It was a bummer to see it end on a fluke play, but uh, uh, Carson, it was it was incredible to watch. So I I appreciate the uh, the performances you put in uh, as a Purdue fan. And you uh, you yeah. you accomplished you. a lot as an individual as a team uh, throughout your three years. What will you remember most from your time at Purdue? Um, I'm probably, I probably think I'm most remember is just the the growing I did as a person. I mean, just the ability to grow into, I'm still learning, still growing up, but growing into a young man, kind of going away from home and just learning to do things on your own. Learning to, uh, learning the sacrifice you make and, and, and turn out for you, but also learning the, learning just the way to handle things differently. And then from there, just learning, I mean, also then gaining like brothers, I feel like the people that I, I grew bonds with, and I feel like I continue to check on, continue to pull on. Following the season, you put your name in the draft again, and this time stayed in. What was different this time that gave you the confidence to stay in the draft? Uh, I just felt like I didn't really have much else to prove, honestly. Like, I played the role that Coach Banner wanted me to play, and he put me in the best positions for me to, to, to play, my, my, play my best basketball. I felt like it. I just tried my best to play the right way and win games. And I felt like at the end of the day, like, there wasn't really much more I could prove. I felt like, in a way, I worked on a thing that I came back to myself and came back to my junior four. And as a dad, I felt like it's just the best decision for me. You play with a few guys, Biggie and Vince, who are in the league. Uh, have they given you any advice on how to handle this whole process? Yeah, I, talk, I actually talked to Vince quite a bit. So I was just talking over a lot of these things. And, and even here, even speaking, of, I talked to Caleb, too, and just kind of, you know, the piece on it. They were guys that I really looked up to, especially being at Purdue and knowing they had, the, they had goals that I, I really wanted to, to accomplish as well. And, and they're making me be able to do the dream of mine to see what I'm doing, not to support them, and just want to learn from them. So I talked to them a lot. Going, been going through the process. I know you were in Philly last week, the Pacers, a couple uh, week before that. Um, how many teams have you worked out for, and how have those gone so far? Mock drafts have you all over the place from mid to late first round to early second round. I don't, even, I don't even know if you pay attention to those at all, but where, where, what kind of place do you see yourself fitting in at? Well, I don't even really pay attention to the mock drafts. Because at the end of the day, like, all that's so uncertain. So you don't really know until draft night. So, like, I, just, I don't care where I go. I'm going to be happy wherever. If you're drinking, you can be doing this, doing this, going through this pre draft process and have this opportunity. So, I don't really try to pay attention to my job. I just kind of continue to work and just pray and just continue to work and just bring the off. Got the, the size of a point guard, but the shooting and scoring ability of a two guard. Where do you see your fit in the NBA? Honestly, I see my fit wherever they need me to. So, wherever they ask me to be, honestly, wherever team, I'm blessed to get drafted, wherever regular team asks me to do that, so I'm just trying my best to do it. So, I wouldn't say I have a best fit. Awesome. Well, as a as a lifelong Phoenix Suns fan who needs a point guard, I uh, I'll take you on my team any day. <laughs> wow. Uh, <appreciate> it. <laughs>
That's a little odd. You went to Purdue and you're a Phoenix fan. That's cool. I am not. It's a super long, random oh, story that I won't bore you with, but yep. I was a big Barkley fan oh, growing okay. up, so. Oh, okay. yeah. I got you, got you. Awesome. Hey, Carson, uh, hey, I super appreciate your time, man. It's been very uh, kind and generous to talk to me today. Anything else you want to add about your experience at Purdue or this draft process? Um. No, I appreciate you having me. I don't really have anything else to say other than I appreciate it. Uh, up, I guess. That's right, man. Awesome. Hey, real quick, you know, the, a lot of people say Purdue overachieved this year for uh, the basketball team. Got another, a, uh, you know, young team coming in next year. What, what are your thoughts about next year's team? Uh, I guess I can kind of say how I really feel because I don't go there anymore, but I don't care what anyone said at Purdue. I really do not care. So, like, it's a basketball team, and they're going to stay together. They're going to just work and continue to just play the best basketball they can. I don't care what anyone else expects from them. Like, as you can learn from last year, that everyone's going to say what they want to say and think they know basketball when they really don't. It's just the people in that circle that they're going to continue to work on their basketball team to do the best they can. That's great. Great. Is there a player that you would say watch out for that may be under the radar? I think all the guys, they put in the time, man, and they really work, and they're mm-hmm. really trying to do the best they can to fulfill what they want to do and give them a, a championship, a big championship, and a championship, but all of them, I see them put in the work, I still talk to them so they put in the work, so I feel like all of them do some account for them, and they, they're, they're ready for their opportunity, so I'm looking forward to seeing them play and do well. That's great, Carson. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited to see what they do again this year. Thank you. Hey, Carson, thank you so much for your time. I uh, can't wait to hear your name called uh, next Thursday night. Yes, sir, thank you. All right, take care, man. My thanks again to Carson Edwards for joining the Full Steam Ahead podcast, a man who's been extremely busy the last few weeks preparing for the draft. I can't say how much I appreciate him being willing to give me some of his time. A reminder that you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod. And again, you can listen to the podcast and subscribe to it on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. For the Full Steam Head Podcast, this is Adam Bartell signing off. Until the next time.